up, everybody? It's your favorite podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, per usual. Thank y'all. I love it. I love the applause. I really do. And I got two special guests here. Um, give me a shout out for Lonnie. What's going on, people? And my man, Vance. What's up? What's up? Sometimes we call him Uncle Vancey. Don't know why. It just kind of rolls off the tongue nicely. Uh, I like that. <laughs> and we got Abby in the background eating food. I'm, I'm, every, I'm her, everybody. I'm not, not going to call her a fat ass this time. She that, rolled her eyes. That's right. Vance like Vance like Steve Harvey. He everybody uncle. I'm everybody's uncle. Big facts, big facts, big facts. This is my ace and my deuce. Well, you know, the the illustrious fraternity, Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. <clears throat> yo, yo, yo. Yep. Yo. All right. How y'all doing today, fellas? I'm good. good. I'm good, man. I understand that. Lonnie should be good because he asked me to bring some chips and only ate one. Uh, but I drank the beer that she gave me, though. I feel you. I'm but you ain't had to say the chips. Like, I could have saved that. <laughs> Hold on. How you going to come out with healthy chips? When I said chips, I meant some Lay's potato chips. Yeah, some, I wanted my hands to be greasy. Tortillos. Tostitos. Tostitos. Some salsa and some cheese. That's healthy? That's too yeah, healthy. That's, yeah, this that's is that's healthy? healthy? Yeah, that's healthy. I want grease dripping off of them. Like, what's on that bag over there? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, whatever. They go... <laughs> They gonna talk shit. It is what it is. So we changing up the format a little bit today. Uh, usually we do quarters or halves. We gonna start with pickup. We gonna do pickup because it sounds cool. I like it. And for those of y'all who don't know, pickup is like when you just play random folk at the gym, and you probably go to like 13, 11, 7, something like that. And then you know you sit down for a quick second, and then you that's play that next game. That's and if that's you, you win. No, 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 that's if you win, you sit down and then you play again. You sit down and then wait a while man, if you see, lose. See, y'all young cats, man, y'all do it different. Because, see, when I was growing up and we played pickup, if you won, you stayed on the court as long as yeah, you won. Yeah. No, 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 no. You still stay on the court. I'm saying, like, you take a little breather and you come back. Like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, you oh, sit man, there you played one out. Yeah, <laughs> back in my day, you played until you lost. Right, you played yeah. until you lost. But you still got to pop a squat, though. You know what I'm nah, saying? Man, like, no. Oh, man. Nah, once you lost, whoever's up next, come mm. in. You run till you be about passed out. Okay, all right. So it's interesting you bringing up losing. <clears throat> We're going to slide right into, into pickup game one. Lonnie, you said you're a Wizards fan. Really, you try to stay local in the D.C. area. You, 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 like, your, you like your Wizards, you like your Terps, you like your, your Hoyas, and you like Howard. Why? Outside of local, like if, if it wasn't for them being local, would you actually enjoy these teams? I'm a homer. Uh, mm. that, that, that's it. I'm, 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 a, I'm a hometown guy. Now, those are the teams I like. Now, there are certain players that I like, mm. and because of those players, I may, I may root for that team, mm. get a team to love. But when it comes down to it, like for the NBA, you know, KD from here, he's pleasant. Calvin, you know, I'm a Calvin Heights person, mm-hmm. so of course, you know, I, I, I root for wherever KD at playing. Okay, uh, okay. You know, it's it's a it's a couple of other boys in the league like James Harden. Right. I, I, I like this. I like to see what he's doing. So you you know he be dropping fifty you know, like off the casual mm-hmm. like it don't make no damn sense. Right. So so it's it's teams like that because you know back in the day everybody knows. You know, I was a big fan of the greatest of all times. You know, fadeaway MJ Jordan. You know, I can and, and, and of course, then you know, 
after after he was coming down and AI stepped in there. Hey man, I'm sorry. Alan was Alan. Alan, Alan we gonna bypass Kobe? We gonna bypass Kobe? I, well, I was well, I was about to talk about the Wizards, but if you're gonna oh, say I'm, that, if you're gonna make that statement, we're gonna scratch the whole thing. I'm sorry, Alan. Alan hit the league before Kobe, but I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give like you Kobe. barely. Like it won't. No. It won't like he came in five, ten years ahead of him. He was like, one, well, you two, know, five. well, you know, when Kobe first came in the league, no, I, still, I, I really, still. I, I had, I had to get coming. used to him because, you know, he, he, he mirrored everything out of him, Michael Jordan. Big facts. You know, but at, as time went on, actually, I became a bigger fan of Kobe's. Mm. As he got in that trouble out in Colorado, why that, you bring them old shit? Why you bring them old shit? Because at that point, <laughs> Kobe at, ain't do nothing to nobody. At, at that point, Kobe realized, "Ooh, I'm black for real." <laughs> you know, he had been over in Italy and everything. He grew up a little privileged, and then kind of, he might have lost his way a little bit. Uh, yeah, that, I think that that might have brought his ass back home. Right, he ain't heard nothing else negative about <laughs> that man at shit. all. You said Ray Allen? It was a reality. Oh, all those yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, at that point, he was like this. Hey, mama, why y'all ain't tell me I was black? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and after that, the only thing he did that was when he snitched on Shaq. But, I, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that, that was beef there. That was beef there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, those 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 were my guys. I, you know... I, I, I followed their careers mm. and what they was doing. Okay. Always, still always been a Wizards, a Wizards fan. Actually, I wish they'd go back to calling them the Bullets. Because at know. least then, you know, we was winning. I don't know. Because, I mean, y'all had like a little stint where you had Gilbert and Swaggy and like, you know, uh, Jameson and all them boys. Yeah. And y'all could have made some noise. Like, it, you even had John Wall and Bradley Beal, like... The, the potential's there, and I'm actually, I actually like your current team now. Y'all ain't winning shit for a second. But it's a building block. Like, I'm thinking within five years, you can get to the contention point. But I don't know. Like, what? what have, have you been following them lately like that? I haven't really followed them lately. I got to get back on it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I fell off mm-hmm. because. Because they're that disappointed. I understand. It wasn't because they were disappointing. It was the, it was the fact that. He was the, the general team. <laughs> the general manager, I you know, because people fail to realize that even when you got a team, it's it's on how it's constructed. Yeah. Ernie Grunfield was big on those European players. Mm-hmm. You would not believe how many European players that he drafted that came here and sucked or never came. And these is first round draft picks that hurt us. So I mean, and we had, I mean, we in the area had been wanting Ernie, Ernie Grunfield gone for so long mm. that this just got to the point that was like, you know what, I don't even want to watch That's kind of like so Bruce long. Allen, right? <laughs> right. Want him gone. Yeah. Fired. Just dragged and burned in the street. Because it's people like that who think they know mm. what's going on. Okay. And they're trying to put together, they're trying to put together something based on what they think is good, and it's not working. That's you fair. Know? That's fair. And I, growing up, one of those things I was always taught is, you know, the definition of insanity is yeah. doing the same thing over and over again <laughs> and expecting a different result. Yeah. And that's that's what he that's what he kept doing. You know, you picked up John Wall. 
Good pickup. You pick up Bradley Bill. Good pickup. But, you know, some of those other cats, she was like, uh, really? And then, then, then we end up getting, we end up getting people that were later on towards the end of their career. Or we're trading for somebody that you hope is going to help and it's not really helping. Yeah. Because I'm like, Dwight Howard came here and robbed us. I wouldn't say he robbed you. I mean, he put up double-digit stats. Like, he gave you a double, a quality double-double. And to... For how many games? The season. Like, his average was a double-double. Man, he stayed hurt. I mean, he put up double-double for the Lakers. He stayed hurt when he was a kid. He didn't do that. He wasn't that bad for y'all. He wasn't that bad for y'all. The only problem was Kelly Oubre. Yeah, he... Yeah, he... Him and... Like, I thought it was dumb for them to give... uh, What's my boy... Uh, Wall that max contract? Not Wall. The other, the other boy. I build. Oh, Otto Porter. Otto Porter. When they gave him that max contract. Not nah, facts. But like, I, you don't. They had no one else to go. And the small forward isn't nowadays. Like it, it seemed like he was about to go on an upper trajectory. He fooled y'all. He it did. Is what, it is what it is. He, he gave y'all the oopsie. He I mean, he's not doing that bad for the Bulls until he got injured, though. But yeah, he he gave us he yeah. he, he gave us a real real strong season. Exactly. Got that max. Mm-hmm, and we're mm-hmm, like, you know mm-hmm. what, I don't really, you know, I don't have to play that hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now you pay. I feel you. So, I feel I, you. So, but, like I say, I, I just, just a home. I like that. I, I like rooting for the home. Okay, you okay. Know, don't matter where they at. That, that Washington Metropolitan, I, I love it. You know, okay, okay. Be it hockey, basketball, football, baseball. DC, home is, DC oh, you have some things team. to cheer about. You have yeah. a hockey team that was what twenty eighteen. They won the Stanley Cup. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, they won last year, and then you got the uh, Mystics that won this year, yeah, and, and then um, the Nats that won. Like yeah, you know, yeah, so, yeah DC made a little come up this year sports wise. But it's interesting you brought up Homer because for those of y'all who don't know, Lonnie is actually an author as well. Um, go check out his book called Ward Nine PG County's Finest by Lonnie B. Right. Um, and this is actually the first book that I've ever got signed and got a little dedication. You know, that's, I kind of appreciate that. I, I did, that did, that did, I, I did like that. I did like that. <laughs> now, Tavarius, Tavarius, what team would he play for? Out of curiosity. Uh, like, like, give me, and for those of y'all who don't know, Tavarius is like the character in Lonnie's book. So give me, as you say that, then go ahead and talk Tavarius, if Tavarius was playing, he'd be playing basketball. He, he he's probably trying to play for the Wizards. Okay. You know. Uh, he's a homer. Yeah, he's because he's a homer. Uh, yeah. To, uh, the book War Nine is based. It's uh story's based in PG County, mm-hmm. where I grew up at. Um, talks about a. It's about two friends. Uh, one, uh, when they were in high school, had a contract put on his put on his life, so he left home, and he he's coming back now because. His cousin has been murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, when he left, he's the big man on campus. Right. So he had his boy that he always rode with him. They would stick to see mm-hmm. But now that he's coming home, his boy is working to be the big man on campus. Right. Okay. And, you know, Tavares comes back and it's like he's never left. Everybody, everybody's still loving him. Right. Because... You know, he was he was brought up to understand that 
you know, it's better to be respected than mm-hmm. feared. Okay. Because, you know, when jokers, when people, when people fear you, all they're doing is waiting for their chance to take you out. Yeah. But when they respect you, when they love you, they always got you. Right. And so, you know, the, the book is just about, you know, like I say, two sandbox only. Mm-hmm. And what happens when one wants to be the man and the other one, and you started sitting in the other one's uh, shadow. Okay, okay. So what was the, like, what was the inspiration? Like, I know, like, I was trying to write, like, a little manga series, and, like, my inspiration was me. Like, my life. So like, what was your inspiration? Was it your life? Was it somebody else's life? You like saw the not? You saw you read another book? Like, hmm, I can tweak this. Like, what was your inspiration? Honestly, I came up with a, uh, I just came up with an idea, and the idea was, uh, I basically wanted to tell a tell a story where all the characters, there there was one one killer in the book. Mm-hmm. And but no one no one knew who the killer was. Okay. And at the end I wanted everybody to be shocked and surprised. Okay. Who the killer turned out to be. Okay. Uh but I like every like I say, it's it's based in PG County. All of my books are based in the Washington Metropolitan area because that's what I know. Right. I mean, granted I've been traveled here, traveled there, been out there about the country. Mm-hmm. But this this my hood. I'm you know, I I TV County, DC. I love it. Okay. You know what I mean? Virginia a little bit, not so much. Cause, you know, I, you know, they don't, they don't really like my kind out here in Virginia that much. <laughs> but, I mean, the black folk out here ain't doing that bad. <laughs> like, you know, like, it is what it is. It is what it is. But nah, I, I, like I say, I love the area because even, even still, it, like you say, when I say I root for home team. Mm-hmm. I root for George Mason, uh, Virginia Tech. Respect the Mason Nation out there, Patriot fans. We see y'all. The Virginians, because I mean, like I said, they call it we, they call it the DMV. Yeah. DC, Maryland, and Virginia. Right. So you know, I I, I I give I take that love and I give for all of them. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. I can respect that. I can respect that. You have like three of them out there, right? Yeah, I got three of them. I, I got uh, my first book was How Do I Go On. Mm-hmm. Uh, now to ask the question, that one was more so yeah. based on okay. based on me. I kind of, you know, I I changed the names to protect the guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I understand. I got a couple of yeah yeah. Yeah, but yeah. with that, the, the main character in that one definitely uh, he 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 was going through some things that I was going through at the time I was writing. Okay. I had been out, got laid off, I was unemployed, mm. and, you know, the struggle I was going through, I was dating a young lady that, oh my, and um, I had picked up to make money, I'm always out trying to make money, Gotta get I picked up money, my cousin had a, had her own hair salon, Okay. so I was working in the hair salon, okay, 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 that was like putting a, putting a, a, a crackhead in a crack house. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. So, so, but that—that's how that story, that story took form. So, okay. You know, and and went through with that of how he went home. You know how he dealt with being unemployed, his mm-hmm. relationship, his spirituality, 
and everything. Okay. And then the second book is Speak Now or Hold Your Peace. Right. Peace is spelled P-I-E-C-E. Mm-hmm. And uh, for, for that book, which was a continuation of the first one, so the main character, he ain't got a, he ain't got a job. Okay. Okay. He, he he's sitting pretty now. That good, that good, that money good. rolling in. Ooh. He got the boo boo. <laughs> the only problem is he got some stuff that from his past that comes come back. back to him. Yeah. It be your own people. But the thing about it is, is it's nothing that he did so wrong. But you know how it goes. You know when we when we get that bad news as men, we don't, don't want to hear our girl mouth. So it's hard to tell her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the, the his his girl in the book, she got some things in her past that uh she gotta deal with also. Okay. And so both of them trying to deal with these things in their past and they're trying to deal with them on on their own, which is you know, could possibly cause them to keep from getting down the aisle. Okay. Okay. So, you know. So it sounds like you got like a lot of experience when it comes to relationships now. Uh, <laughs> so that, oh, hold on. So we're going to hold that then because we're going to hit Uncle Vancey. Okay, hit Uncle and Vancey. And we're going to tie it in like that. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Uh, so we're going to talk about these relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow, we're so okay. we going to take a quick little break, ladies and gentlemen. You already know how we do. We're going to come back in a little second. All right, we're back. So, <laughs> so Vance, Vance, I, for those of y'all who don't know, Vance is a UNC fan. And again, I'm a Duke fan per usual. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be like I had to bring this up, Vance, because you know, y'all fell out of the top twenty-five. For the and first I'm saying time in that long. it's been a little second, but the fact that you did it. So like you know what I'm saying? He's gonna try to add that in there, but you did it. So and I'm saying this with a big ass smile on my face. Like, thank you. So I let, let let's talk about your underperforming team. Actually, you know what? Let's not even do this year's team, because I don't want to do you like that. What made you become a UNC fan? Because you might not be a fan this year because they're trash. No, I'm always going to be a fan. I'm not a Fairweather fan like some people. I mean, you can join the Duke team. So, okay. we'll take no, you. never. Uh, although, I did go to ROTC at Duke, believe it or not. So, why, why would you not be a Duke fan? But you because, I've, because I've always been, a, as, as Lonnie said, I'm a homer. All right? And so, being a homer, although they're all in the same state, uh, just... When I grew up, man, everybody was like a USC fan. Okay. And uh, I had an opportunity, and I, I regret this. Uh, Michael Jordan came to my junior high to play. Really? No, I'm sorry, not my junior high. High school. I was in junior high at the time. Oh. And it was standing room only. And, man, I, you know, I talked to some of the guys in the neighborhood, and man, they said he just came down there and showed out. This was before his UNC day. Which is uh, when he was at Wilmington Lane. That's when he played them. And actually, he, I, I read something on Facebook that his coach, his high school coach, mm-hmm. passed away, I guess, recently. Yeah, recently. Yeah. I respect. Yeah. Uh, rest yeah, in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, he passed uh, away. I don't want to interject, but can I ask, what happened to y'all earlier this year? Y'all got... They got beat by some no-name team, right? Who was that? Who was that? Wofford? Um, was it Wofford? It was... Uh, was, it? It was uh, <laughs> who? I mean, I mean, I mean, if we, if well, for starters, Wofford beat y'all, actually. <laughs> oh, so, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. You got to scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, we keeping that over in there. Now, nah, we lost the SFA. Um, it is what it is. We Who lost was that? 
Go ahead, tell us who it is. It's, it's something. I don't even remember at this point. All I know is we lost. It was on our home floor. I've already spoke on the episode. So that's old. Oh, you don't want to talk about it. Well, no, I can talk about it. I mean, we lost. Oh, we lost at home. We lost to. We lost to this season. We lost to an unranked team. So you know what? Maybe if we play against y'all, we'll lose to another unranked team. Wow. Right. Got him. We out here. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. See, exactly. notice he wants to be the podcast with one of my team. Down. That's the only time he wants to podcast when they're out here winning, winning those uh, uh, national championships. He's quiet as a mouse. Hold on. I just started it this year. <laughs> I don't care. Y'all not going to win for a little second. It's okay. It's nah, right. We'll be all right. You, we'll right. Be all you right. might be NIT all right. Not NCAA tournament, I right. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying. It's a down year. It's a down year. It's rare for us. You know. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. So, I ain't ain't going to kick a horse while he's down and talk about how y'all unranked again. We'll get back in. I mean, possibly. possibly. We'll talk about how y'all trash and more and unranked and just really underperforming. My fault was too much. <laughs> so you say So you so can you talk, talk now. You talk now, but we'll see. So you so you, you say you can talk now. But pretty soon you be quiet again. Yeah. <laughs> you be like a Dallas Cowboys fan sitting over here on the side. Nah, I ain't gonna be I ain't gonna be like I'm not a Cowboys fan anyway, so that's not that don't hit me working. Well nothing. we won't go there. We won't take it to, to the NFL. Now, yeah. now, now now you did mention something. We had like a good conversation. Um and you were telling me to like kinda of slow down on like Dating, not not like date of uh, date people, but at the same time, like take your time, make sure I'm finding my, like the right person, but don't jump in it too early. Like what what on, what's your take on that? And then we, and that's when you tie in because it seems like you got a lot of relationship experience, so you sounds like you might have some dudes that don't. I I, I, I get you. I just think a, a young man needs to get all the running out of him mm. and find out who he is and what it is you want in life. That's a good. Unlike what I did is I got married and went over, um, well, I went over to Germany mm-hmm. and uh, met and got married probably about nine months. And I definitely tell anybody, man, you got to know mm-hmm. what you're doing and right. who you're with. And nine months is just not, it was, you know, just a mistake I made. As a young man, you're over in, in Europe, and it's like you're lonely and this, that, and the other, and you get caught. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it was. It wasn't a nine months. It was the fact, cause see, I like like Uncle Van, Uncle Vancy. I too joined the military mm-hmm. and went to Germany, and like the lo- thought I was gonna kill myself, mm-hmm. cause in Germany, okay, so well, you gotta understand me. They they do, yeah, they do. But when you're when you when you're a young man who was raised with that saying. If she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. <laughs> yeah, and everybody got that speech, by the way. Because I got it, like, don't bring, you know. Don't but, bring her ass over. But, like I say, to each his own, to whoever loves. Personally, I, I love my sisters. I love black women. Right. Nothing against, you know, Caucasian. We all discriminate, but there is a yeah. preference sometimes. There it is happens. a preference. I have nothing against all those other other ethnic. You, you know, you know the word I'm saying. Yeah. I can write it. I can't say it. <laughs> but I have nothing against those. Right. My preference is black women for the culture. So when I got to Germany, what I realized was even the ugly sisters 
had dudes chasing them. I'm talking about sisters here. You would have to be almost passed out drunk. Had Yikes. two, three boyfriends. Yikes. So yeah, so when you, it was one of those things when you got hold of one that was yours. Yeah, you you tend and, and you was younger. Yeah, you fell in love real quick. Doctor Show. Doctor Show. So, so I understand what I understand what Van what, what Van said, you know. Okay. But I agree. So, so is there an, is there like a specific? Because like I'm 27 right now, and I personally feel like I'm not ready for marriage. And like mind you, my oh, like my dad got married at 23, and my mom's like you know 22, and then they had me around my age now. So. Do y'all think there's like an age group or like a specific age that you should hit? Like is it like hit 30, 40, like 50, don't get married? Like what like what, what, what y'all thought of? Well, ideally I would say, you know, maybe mid to late thirties, but okay. I, I gotta caveat that and say you gotta cause you know, you never know who you fall in love with, right? And it could right. be that special someone. Okay. So it's different for different people, but if I could do it again, I wouldn't even be looking. To get married probably to mid to late 30s. Mid to late 30s? That yeah, gave me that's, some time. Yeah, that, that, that time. would. I'm going to play that, that would, for every girl I Because you got to understand who you Any are girl, first, right? you know, before you can come to somebody else. And, and you got to understand what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. And like I say, for me, I feel as though I didn't do that. Okay. I felt like I got in a rush, got over there and went over in Germany and was like, hey man, this is kind of the thing to do. Whereas the older me, I would tell the young my younger self, hey man, slow down. Right. Fun. Right. Enjoy, you know, enjoy and, yourself. And I agree with that. It's, you know, it's to each his own. Right. Because I, I got a buddy. He got married. I think he got married when him and his wife got married when they were like 22, 23. They still together. Still going strong. Right. So, however, at the time, at like 21, 22, I was engaged. Mm. I couldn't even get past the engagement because I was still chasing. <laughs> and that's that goes back to what I was. That goes back to what I was saying. You don't know. Yeah, right. you don't know. And you don't still. You won't get that running out of you. Right. 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 You know, right. So stay you on that treadmill. Yeah. Stay right. on the treadmill, ladies and gentlemen. They're running out of you. you know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they like I say because they knew. So they're twenty something years in. Okay. Like I say, for me, I, I not only not only was I still running, mm-hmm. it was because I I had some relationships where where they were monogamous relationships for a year or two. The problem the problem was was what what it was that I wanted out of a relationship. Okay, you know if yeah. you if she can't give you. What it is that you, what it is that you want, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. One, two, because eventually, like I say, we dated for a year, and eventually, I start wandering. I start doing. I went back to the old ways because I wasn't getting everything I need. Okay. So I was getting, I was getting one thing from one. Mm-hmm. I was getting. It, it was like I, w- I was getting that classy classiness from one. Mm-hmm. I was getting that comfort from another one, and then I was getting that she's a super freak, super freak. 
Right from the other one. Right. So you know, it, and like I say, it took me, it, it took me a while to really, and honestly, even when I met my wife, it wasn't until I met her mm-hmm. and the things that she did is what let me know, all right, this the one. Okay. Yeah. Because it was at that point I realized everything she did made me better. Okay. But how long did it take you to realize? Mm, good question. How long did it take you to realize? I mean, was it a... Yeah, was it a... Were y'all dating a long time? No, we really weren't. Yeah. We started dating in... We started dating in September 2008. Get the number right. Yeah, we started dating in September 2008. I remember because she was leaving. She was getting ready to go to Martha's Vineyard with some of her friends. We got engaged in March of 2009, and we were married in August of 2009. How old were you? Uh, At the time, Mm I was... I was 38 when when we got engaged. So you knew then. That, it seems but, like that's... but yeah, but like I say, it was some things. Cause here here's the one. Here, here here's the one that most and you're not gonna really find a lot of women that'll do this. Cause mm-hmm. all right. So when I met when I met my wife, I was coming off of being unemployed for almost two years. Right. Okay. So my credit was jacked up. I had I already had two daughters. My my child support was in a ridge. Mm. I was a broke bastard. You were that song, I Don't Want No Scrubs? Yeah, I was a scrub. I feel you. I was a scrub. He's not a scrub now, ladies and gentlemen. He I, got money. I had just got, got I, no I had just really got a, got, a, got a car. So, you know, and being the type of person that I am, I let her know I let her know what I was going through at the time. And there was after we had been kind of dating for like a couple of weeks, she she told me her and some of her girlfriends were going wanted to go out. They were going out as couples, and she wanted me to go. Okay. And I told her I was like, I'm not gonna be able to go because I don't have any money, I, and I didn't. I'm gonna be straight honest with you. So she was like, Don't worry about it. I'll pay for it. All right. Of course, being being how I am. I was like, no. So we went back and forth all day long where she was like, look, I can just. So finally I was like, all right, I'll go. We got to the restaurant and we sitting there and I'm like, I really don't want to do this because I know, I, hey, some of my wife's friends were a little busy. And you got to understand, I'm I'm this hood cat and they had already, they had already seen it and scoped, yeah. Well, he wanted them hood, dude. Mm. So I was already, you know, in my feelings about being at the table mm. and her pulling out the money to pay for it. Okay, I can understand that. It's a little bit. So when we got out of the car and we were going to the restaurant, she stopped me. Mm. She took three hundred dollars out of her purse and said, "Here, you pay for the you pay for dinner." She gave you money to pay for dinner, right? Yeah. And didn't hold it against you? That's a real one. The, the fact that she knew how I was going to feel by her paying she wasn't going to let me be embarrassed about, like mm-hmm. that. That's real. And it was at that point that I was like, okay, she the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that makes you work harder for her. Yep. Right. Yep, absolutely. 
That's real. You know. And, and you know, I want to be clear. There's no cookie cutter answer, you know, because love, love ultimately trumps everything, right? Mm. But I just know for me, I just wish if I could go back to again, turn back the hands of time, I would have waited, you know, for the first time getting married. And there's no guarantee, even in waiting, though, right. that would right. work. So you know, you just gotta understand that. No, you know, just, yeah. you gotta you gotta know yourself. Right, that's so, the most important. I was thing. Say, I, I, it seemed like it, for what I was gathering, it won't. It wasn't no specific timetable that y'all was saying. It was more right. so like you got to get out and like run through whatever you got to run through. You got to do what you got to yeah. do. You got to date around. Have all like, your fun nothing, and exactly. all of that stuff. Settle down, you know. And, and even even on the female side, you know, you need to get. I call it getting weathered, man. You know what I mean? You know how you get that old piece of leather and it's weathered. Been outside a little bit and this, that, and that. You got to get weather. You got to get beat up out there a little bit. And then, you know, you come on in out the rain. You right. Know, when you're ready. And, right. You know, you need somebody on that same. Right. Because if, if, you're, if you're not ready, like I say, marriage is hard. People think relationships are hard. Yeah. Marriage is hard. It seems like a lot of communication or a lot of miscommunication. <laughs> and, 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 and it is. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people, one, one, People always talk about, you know, when they ask, what's the most important thing in a relationship? Most people say trust, they say loyalty, all of that is fine. But when I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. if you don't, if you can't hear me, more so when I'm talking to you, if you can't mm-hmm. comprehend right. what it is that I'm saying, it, it's not going to happen. Okay. Because it doesn't matter how much I love you, how much I trust you, how much I believe in you, when you say something, if I can't understand what it is that you're saying, mm-hmm. then we're not going to make it. Because you, there are going to be some things about you, and then there's going to be some things about me that, there's going to be things about you that I don't, that I have a problem with, and there's going to be things about me that you have a problem with. Right. We have to be able to talk about those things and understand that. Just because I have a problem with this issue doesn't mean that I don't still love you. Yeah, you're and compromising. Right, what you're getting at. You gotta, you gotta learn how to compromise. Cause look, nobody's a hundred, and, and this man or woman, nobody's a hundred percent perfect, right? So what, what is it that you can deal or not deal with? Right. Cause like one of the biggest, one of the most, one of the things that uh, we got. The biggest piece of advice we got when we get married is before you start before you start that argument, ask yourself, is this the hill I'm willing to die on? Mm, yeah, yeah, pick the battles. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like my wife and I, when we first got married, my wife goes to the grocery store, <laughs> and it's two of us living in the house, mm-hmm. and she will get groceries like it's forty of us living in the house, and that annoys me because you bought all this food. And then things go bad. Right. To me, that's money wasted. Right. Okay. But that's how she wants to go to the grocery store. She'll prefer to go to Costco and get everything in bulk. And I'm like, I've gotten to the point now, I'm like, she goes to the grocery store. I just help her get the stuff out of the car. And you know, maybe the men, and I don't know if you go with her or not, but maybe that's the thing. Maybe she don't like going either. And so that's one of the things you got to understand is that the reason why she buys groceries right. like that is because maybe she don't want to be running back and forth two and three times a week so you know you just gotta try that's one of the things y'all have to sit down and 
you have to discuss, you know, as a couple. When you grow, mm-hmm. you know, with time, you grow with those things. You just kind of learn to say, okay, yeah, I can accept that. That's her thing. That's her way. Okay. You know, and vice yep. versa. You, you just know? be like, eh, you know. Okay. I, 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 I do stuff. I go sit in my recliner, and I just sit in the recliner and talk and watch TV. Yeah, but you know, the same thing though, right? You probably yeah. do some things she don't like, but right. she accepts. So, you know, it's definitely yeah, it's pushing yeah, yeah, give and take. You know, definitely, you know, and that's what just relationship. Even with your friends, the same thing, man. You have friends. Mm-hmm. They don't always do stuff that you necessarily care for, but it's like, you know, they're your friends or whatever. You just kind of accept it, man. Or if you don't, you know, I kind of leave them be. If it's something right. that, you know. Yeah, I feel that uh, I can't get past or I can't deal with and this, that, and the other. Or you're not true. I try to keep myself a smile anyway. But that's a, another conversation for another day. Okay. For another podcast. Yeah. I was going to say, we're going to have to wrap it up because, um, you know, I got... Y'all also, y'all, y'all gotta, you know, get back home and go to sleep and whatnot. <laughs> right. I'm, still, I'm still young and spry, so I might head out, you right. know, and get and a little. You gotta stop here in West Bubble. Well, yeah, if right. I went to y'all, it'd be in West Bubble Fuck too. So I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but tell you what though, next time we do have the podcast, I will find out y'all with. Yeah, like, I, that's I, all. That's all good, man. You know, we won't talk about standing up on, you know, whatever. But you know, we just gonna go with what we got and uh, call it a night and you know some of us got to get up early super early big facts big facts super early in the morning but i appreciate the opportunity of uh being able to come over and chit chat a little bit with my bros and and have a beer and a chip since he don't invite us over at night you know all all, all the other all the other you just complained that i'm in west Like what? After after you crush me about, you know, my team, right? You know, so we get to harass you a little bit, double team you and you know. You'd be a hard time. Tell you what, we play y'all on in February and March. So it's like the twenty eighth and maybe like it's like close on both. So y'all wanna do it then? We can do it, man, but I'm going to tell you, if your boys lose, don't go underground like you did that one year when they lost. You know, you wouldn't even talk to me. I couldn't find you. Was anyway. it last year? Last year, year before, whenever it was. One of nah, years. if it was last year, that that don't count because Zion won't, it won't, won't be. He was, he was injured. Like, he ain't there this year. He's not there this year. Yeah, I'm, was, ready, I'm ready. Like, all right, I'll, I'll take hey, my lumps and Hey, he was too busy though. running out of shoes, I guess trying to run away or something. I mean, I don't know 285 and... They don't make shoes like that for that boy. They don't. They don't. Thank you, Uncle Vancey and Lonnie. I do appreciate y'all. You're welcome, man. I really Everything. do appreciate y'all. They drove in some traffic. So I feel like I got to drive in some traffic. And, you know, if you in the DMV area, you know traffic is some ass out here. So, you know, thank y'all. Especially when it's wet. Oh, big facts. Nice and raining, too. Oh, yeah, it's stupid. It's definitely stupid. But no, thank y'all boys for coming. I appreciate that. Welcome, I really do. Welcome, yeah. I really do. Always. Uh, y'all have anything y'all want to say to the folk in particular? Like, I don't know. Okay. I'm going to say to y'all, happy holidays. If you ain't got your Christmas presents yet, check me out at LonnieBellPublishing.com. You can order the book. Or you can email me at lbspry, that's L as in Larry, B as in boy, spry, S-P-R-Y, at LonnieBellPublishing.com, and I'll get them books out to you. 
17th, both Christmas. Might cost you a little bit more, but I'll get it to you before Christmas. He practiced that. I, and that'll be all in the bio, so you know if you missed it, it's okay. You can either rewind it or look in the bio. But again, thank you all for the love and support. I appreciate it. Continue to subscribe to the podcast, share it to the folk, tell your mom and your auntie, your bothers, your newsletter people, anybody. Just keep pushing out there. All right, see y'all. Great.